Welcome back to another What's Up podcast. I'm the What's Up associate editor, Jocelyn Murphy, and I'm so excited to be talking to one of my favorite local comedians, Raj Suresh. Raj Suresh. Sorry, they run together. Uh, I know, I get it. <laughs> That's quite a bit. <laughs> Raj Suresh, thank you so much for giving me some of your time today. Yeah, anytime. I'm happy to be doing this on a Saturday. Uh, <laughs> I'm paid. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, it's, it's good to be here as well. Yes. Well, so Raj, uh, we are speaking because you're performing as part of the In the Atrium series at the Walton Arts Center on Thursday, April 1st. And I'm hearing such good things about this series. This series was started as a way to, you know, just kind of another way to ease people back into live performance. Um, It's very small crowds. It's kind of an intimate show. It's taking place there in the kind of the lobby space of the Walton Arts Center. And um, I think you're the first comedy performance um, of the series. Is that correct? Yeah, I think so. so that'll be exciting in itself, and it'll be me and a couple of uh, a couple of other comics from the area. So I'm hoping to have a pretty good time. I, I know that the uh, the team at the Walton Art Center has put quite a few guidelines in place to just make sure that things are as safe as we can get them. Um, and you know, the ceiling height is probably like a hundred feet. So <laughs> it's one of those situations where I just feel like as the world starts to open back up, um, very slowly but but surely we're going to do probably the, the best we can to have a good time, but also do it as uh, safely as we can. Absolutely, yes. Uh, so the setup is kind of a cabaret tables, and those tables are appropriately spaced from each other. So your group or your household uh, will be at one table, and you know masks are still required. So they're you know Walton Arts Center is still taking all of their precautions very seriously, and you can uh, find all of their um, requirements before the show at their website. Um, and the show's free, so that's another uh, fun thing. Again, kind of easing people back into um, maybe this isn't something they've experienced before so the Walton Arts Center is giving them the opportunity to try it for free yeah and I I do like that I like the um, I like that we're doing this I think if I'm not wrong it might be fully reserved but they have like a wait list and I know Ah. that we're going to be doing it again towards the end of April so if, if you didn't get the chance to watch the show on the first or sign up in time I know that there's one at the end of April as well, so that'll be a second opportunity for folks to come watch. Perfect. Yes, at the time of this recording, I have not received the next press release, but before, by the time you perform on April 1st, uh, they've got another uh, release coming uh, sometime soon, announcing the rest of the shows of in the atrium through, I think it goes through like mid-May. So yes, if you miss this first uh, comedy show, you've got that other uh, opportunity to see it. But you, uh, I'm assuming, are, are maybe starting to get back into other gigs around the area as well, so people might be able to see you other places as well? Yeah, so I think it's it's going to be um, an interesting ramp up. I haven't announced dates just yet, but there's okay. obviously, and I don't even think it'll just be in the, in the area. Um, I'd Great. love to sort of I think we're in the final stretches, really, of uh, a period of time where I've kind of enjoyed, quite frankly, exploring things that um, I would have otherwise not done had I been, you know, super invested in comedy. So 
this last year has been a quiet break. I've really gotten into <laughs> woodworking and gardening. And, wow. And, uh, yeah, some of the, the more, I think, um, normal things that people do, aside from yelling into a mic at, at, a, at a lot of people. <laughs> That's great. Um, well, let's take a little bit of a step back. Uh, so, Raj, you and I have spoken several times over the years um, because we are performing, of course, but also I think a lot of people may not be as aware of all the work you've been doing behind the scenes of really developing the comedy scene of Northwest Arkansas, really building that infrastructure. Um, so you said you've kind of taken a little bit of a step back from comedy in the last year, but you know, where are you at? as far as you know getting back into your relationship with the northwest arkansas comedy scene yeah i know um i, I think this year has been a good breather in some ways but you know i'd be remiss if i didn't mention that it's it's not just me building the infrastructure of course yeah, yeah, yeah and uh you know there's there's a couple organizations and, and a whole bunch of people uh that have been in this space for quite a long time so like in Fayetteville, there's like the, the comedians nwa guys that have just been doing um, quite a lot of work to get comedy to even where it's at today um, for a number of years. And for me, most of the shows that I've kind of put together have just been up in the up in the Bentville area mostly. Um, and I, I kind of just I like that as a as a home base for myself. But when I think about the things that are happening comedically in Northwest Arkansas, you know, it's just been nice to see us uh, grow year over year. Um, the AMP is is doing comedy. Uh, at I think a, a really really high level, they're bringing in some of the the acts that are what you would call like touring headliners. Um, I know the CNWA guys have brought a couple folks down. So for me, I I almost look at my my role in this community as someone that really likes to put together um, shows where I just I like to make people feel involved to the point where I almost considered literally doing backyard shows for like five to ten people at a time. Um, mm. Only because that's a way of staying sharp, right? So when I take a, when I talk about taking like a breather from comedy this last year, a lot of that's been forced for pretty much everybody sure. in this space. So it's it's been a very interesting um, kind of hiatus, and it's been neat to see how folks have managed to survive and scale in the space. I've watched uh, comics branch out into developing stronger online platforms. Uh, I've seen people move into more comedy writing. Um, I've seen people um, really start to explore the boundaries of what they do creatively when they can't, you know, perform live. So that's always, uh, I think, a really interesting piece for me. So it'll be a, a very, I think it'll be a really intriguing restart here when when things truly, truly open up. Um, and I can't wait for that day. I don't know if there's going to be like a, you know, a, a giant announcement that, <laughs> hey, the U.S. has hit like herd immunity or... 80% of the population's vaccinated, etc. But I can't, I can't really wait <laughs> to be done and dusted with this to the best of our ability. Absolutely, yes. Um, and so I say back into the Northwest Arkansas scene mm -hmm. because you left us for a little bit. You've lived through kind of a, a whirlwind of the last few <laughs> years. Uh, so what can you share with me about you know where you've been and what brought you back to us in Northwest Arkansas? Yeah, so honestly, if you notice, like since I've uh, left, pretty much all the com comedy programming that you've seen in the area is is everybody but me, right? So in the last year and a half, two years, I haven't really programmed a whole lot here. I, I flew in a couple times for um, a gig here or there, but by and large, I was in Cleveland, um, 
for about a year and a half. I thought it was just a fantastic city to to grow as a comedian. I learned quite a bit. The cost of living is still affordable up there compared to like New York or LA mm-hmm. or, you know, even like a Denver, Chicago. Cleveland is, is not inexpensive, but it's a little more affordable. And the scene there was really good. Um, a lot of open mics, I think. In the year or so that I was there, the first year I was there, I did 220 sets across 365 days. So that's wow. open mics, shows, everything collated. Um, and just that amount of stage practice, I think, goes a long way in, in sort of defi- defining and maybe even um, refining what your comedic style is like and just building some skills in those pockets. And then I think I decided to make the on March 1st of 2020. So. Oh, sorry, you were you were cutting out just a little bit there. Can you repeat that? Oh, sure, yeah. So I said I, I decided to make the leap from Cleveland, where I was for a year and a half, um, to, to New York on March 1st of last year. So oh. in terms of timing, I mean, like, I was in there. I moved in March 1st. I think the first case was, like, March 8th or 9th in the city that they found. And by St. Patrick's Day, it was dead. Like, Man. I remember, yeah, I, I mean, New York City on St. Patrick's Day is usually pretty busy, um, to say the least. And I remember, <laughs> like, going downstairs to get, like, food, and there was nobody. It was a ghost town. So ever since then, I've kind of been um, a little bit, you know, nomadic. I went back to Cleveland for a little while and then came back down here. And I just remember... You know, I was here for five or six years, and I've got a lot of good friends in the area that are basically like family to me. Um, and so it made absolute sense to to come back down. And if there's a good place to wait this thing out, it's it's going to be Arkansas for me. Just I'm around a small group of folks that um, I spend a lot of time with over the years, and yeah, I just love it down here. This is home. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, and as you mentioned, even while you were gone, you came back and performed a couple of times. Um, but you've also been working with the Walton Art Center for right. some time um, because you were set to be part of or one of the performances in the Walton Art Center's inaugural Mosaics Festival. And that's M-O-S-A-I-X because right. the X kind of stands for the cross-culture um, integration of cultures and arts and this first festival was really going to celebrate the Indian community um, that exists within Northwest Arkansas but also just the all of the performance and arts and uh, well culture um, of the heritage um, and so you were one of the performers but correct me if I'm wrong you were also kind of like working with them in kind of a consultant capacity is that correct yeah that's right yeah Um, so they brought together a a group of us that have been invested um as as indians and and south asians in general sure in the northwest arkansas community and it's a growing community i think up in bentville alone we're about six thousand in number so I, I don't know the exact math, but I'm going to guess that that's close to 10%, if not larger, mm. uh, in terms of city dynamics. So they they brought us in on a roundtable, and it was really nice to be able to sit there and kind of put ideas on the table for what we saw as uh, a festival that highlighted parts of Indian culture that people don't normally see or associate with it. Um, and on the comedy side, for me, I was, I was particularly excited, right? So I'd written a, a show that really kind of documented um, my time spent in America called 
4,000 days because that's how long I'd have been here as of the date of the performance. Mm. So the title probably needs to change. Um, <laughs> and I know we had we had Hassan Minaj slated to come down and he's just had a fantastic couple of years between you know the Daily Show and Patriot Act and all the other stuff that he's doing. So I was excited to see it come to fruition. Um, and, you know, the timing has just been a little bit unfortunate, but I'm sure that when things kick back into into place that you know hopefully there will be a place to attempt to relaunch it again yes i hope so too i was so excited when they they told me um the year before so the the festival was supposed to take place last year in 2020 um and so when they started telling me about this thing that had been in the works for a while in 2019 um yeah i was just so excited to as you said get to experience some parts of the culture that i'm less familiar with um performances that i hadn't really had the opportunity to see living in Fayetteville Uh, so yeah I hope they're able to revisit that and the other purpose of the festival um, each year they plan to highlight a different culture or different region of the world Um, so this first one was going to be India because as you said we've got such a large population here and uh, yeah I think it's important to dig into those cultures yeah, absolutely. I think um, there were conversations for future years, right? There's a large Hispanic community. There's uh, a large Marshallese community. So mm-hmm. there's there's a bunch of communities here that need that kind of um, the kind of explorative work that we were hoping to uh, showcase with part of Mosaics the first year, with with uh, India being the focus, or at least South Asia. So I'm I'm hoping that it comes back around and you know everybody gets their shot at just putting the the best of their their culture their heritage on stage. Yes, yes, me too. Um, so you kind of touched on it there when you were talking about the show that you had prepared called Four Thousand Days, um, kind of reflecting on that's how long you had been or would have been at the time right. in the United States. And so fans who have been following you for a while know that you've been pretty open about your experience as an immigrant. You've yeah. shared some mental health things that you've gone through. So you're pretty open. Not that most comedians aren't, but you're pretty open about like a lot of things going on in your personal life. And I feel like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, and you know, that, that mental health piece has been such a large piece of the conversation, particularly in this past year when a lot of people haven't, uh, been able to experience live performance, which is so enriching, but also they've been so isolated. And so I was just wondering if, you know, you're kind of going to lean into, yeah, this is kind of some of the stuff I've gone through in the last year. For, for this show coming up? Or is it going to be more, oh, we need to step back from this. I needed a break from this. This is more lighthearted comedy, if that makes sense. Yeah, so I think the thing that I've noticed, and I've, I've been tossing this up in the air and kind of trying to decide what I want to do with it, but coronavirus jokes, for lack of a better word, are, are really, they just kind of feel like they serve as a reminder of a year that everybody wants to forget. Sure. Um, so I, I think that there's a way to do it in a very nuanced and, and probably, um, you know, well-crafted way. Uh, if you guys, I don't know if you're a fan of Neighbor Gutsy or not, but his new special came out. And I think he had three or four jokes off the top that just really address it well. And um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I have a good way to address it within the show just yet. I do know that I have material that I've been sitting on 
walking into mosaics plus some material that i've written over the course of the last year um that that i'd really love to dive into and i don't know in, in terms of my general set i think there's pieces of it that can sometimes come off very conversational and maybe i'll weave it into that but it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see because some people have i guess you know um everybody has a little bit of a different angle on what this last year has meant for them and Mm -hmm. i just know uh, for some people it's been much much heavier than it has been for others and so i I do think when people come out for a night finally and they want to take their mind off of things it's a tricky balance if it's a if it's something they want to address and one thing i have i think um one thing that I've been hearing from peers of mine that have been on stage is just it's almost like people have forgotten how to watch live shows yeah sure Um, (laughs) you know even when I've done zoom shows or really small shows for tiny tiny groups of friends or even um, you know for for people that have been in a socially distanced capacity the one thing I've noticed is like it's it feels harder to get laughs but maybe that's because I'm rusty or perhaps because people have just gotten really used to watching content at home and not being drawn into public engagement. Um, mm-hmm. I just think when you're around a group of folks, you know, 100, 200, 300 people that are laughing, it comes, it makes it easier for you to laugh versus watching things on Netflix where you're in there with like one other person or by yourself where it's funny and you understand the idea, but is it really going to get you laughing out loud all the time? That's a, that's a bit of an uncertainty. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, almost getting audiences back to the point at which they were before everything kind of went south is going to be, I think, the work that needs doing over the next 6, 12 months. Yeah, wow. That's really interesting how that will have changed your your job as a performer. And that's, yeah. that's interesting that that's been uh, the experience so far as well because I, uh, I haven't been to any comedy performance and I've been to so few mostly last summer um even live music performances but I just feel um yeah when I watch something on Netflix or or when I you know reading about this upcoming show and thinking about you know how would I be feeling if I was there I feel for myself I'm just desperate for that uh that experience of being in a room where I can laugh out loud with other people and I'm sharing that experience with them. So I hope, uh, I hope people are able to, to get back into it easier than, than having a more difficult time. Yeah, me too. Um, and the rate of vaccination makes me feel good. Um, it looks like we're getting out to quite a few folks and if they're able to get, get their shots, um, you know, quicker than, than, uh, earlier, that's always an encouraging sign. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Raj will be part of the, uh, lineup that also includes, uh, comedians Shauna Blake, JJ Molinaro, Molinaro, I apologize, JJ, uh, <laughs> and John Michael Cronin. Um, the show is Thursday, April 1st at 7 p.m. It is free, but as you said, and especially by the time this podcast goes up, it may already be fully uh, reserved. Reservations are not required, but they're highly encouraged since it is such a limited number of audience that uh, is allowed, I guess. Um, but yes, keep an eye out for more announcements on more in the atrium shows. And outside of In the Atrium, uh, where can people keep up with you, Raj? Where can they find your stuff? 
Yeah, so all of it, all my social media is just at, uh, it's at Raj Does Comedy. Um, but then in terms of just like things that they want to listen to, the album's on iTunes and Spotify. So they just type my name in and they'll find it. Uh, so I think that's it for the moment. Um, and, you know, hopefully as as things pick up, we'll be able to see more of each other more often. Uh, you know, me and audiences uh, across Northwest Arkansas. Absolutely. And that audio, or that uh, album that you mentioned is your debut comedy album, Semi-Famous, uh, is on Spotify, which we spoke about a couple years ago when it came out. Very funny. Highly recommend. Go listen to that. Um, and yeah, I hope to get to see you perform soon and get back into live performance. <laughs> yeah, me too. Thanks so much for, for uh uh, interview me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for your time, and um, I, yeah. Again, the the series. I'm hearing such great things. Um, so this is the first comedy lineup, as I mentioned. Uh, a lot of the other shows are um, classical music, blues, jazz, folk. Um, there's also some dance performance. So if you are interested in really any kind of live performance, definitely check out the lineup for in the atrium you can find that on the walton arts center's website at waltonartscenter.org and for information on tickets and reservations you can also call them at the box office at 479-443-5600 raj thanks again so much for your time always good to talk to you likewise thank you all right have a good one all right bye